Kia ora korua and welcome to our comedians today. It is Elizabeth Easter and Irene Pink in the Tamaki Makaurau Auckland studio. Is it a beautiful day in the city of Sons? Oh, well, can I give Fuck. a weather report? <laughs> no, it was. It rained this morning and we had such beautiful weather and then I was at, in the office and I turned around and it was pouring down. And I thought, oh, Auckland weather. See, I wanted the rain because I have this new thing that rain falls off my roof and into this big barrel thing, mm. you know, with a tap by my vegetable garden. So I'm like watering uh-huh. willy-nilly in the dry patches. And I saw the grey sky and I smelt that smell. Yeah. And then when I was cycling in now, the rain must have bucketed to form puddles from yeah, the bucketed. start of the cycleway all the way into town, but not on my rain barrel. No. Lift. But we're not going to complain because of the poor old Christchurch guys with the fires. They oh, yeah, no, like true, terrible. true, true. But rain is yeah. great. I yeah. feel like we need rain sometimes. Oh, no, yeah, totally. But it's, it's, yeah, it's they would like Thank some. you for asking, though, yes. Catherine. And I'm sorry to be obsessed with something so moderate. You're right. Thank you, Irene. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you cycled in and you got a wet bum. You know, how that, did you have, like, oh you my have God, a little when protector it on up, your bike? It's, it, no, but the, the, and then it, when it gets so bad and, and, and you get wet right to your, your undies yep. and it, yeah. Why is that? Why do you always get wet on the bottom of the back? Like there's always like because the water comes flicking oh, up through gotcha, the doodly do and then the flies wheel. up. Yeah, I so wondered. you do need. I saw one. A man had one made one with a plastic bottle which he'd fashioned, stuck to the seat post, and created a really groovy little um, right. ad hoc mud Talk, guard. Talking of unknown things, I did want to talk about the stingray. Oh my gosh! Imagine if this happened to us. A stingray with no male companion. It was in a um, aquarium in North Carolina, Lady Appalachian, stingray. Appalachian Mountains. Um, got pregnant, and it's it's a thing. <laughs> it, it can happen that you don't actually have to have male input for some parthenogenesis. That's the thing, parthenogenesis. Mm. And uh, what is it exactly though? Can, it's when the, the egg, I think, then kind of splits and creates a you know changes chromosomes and yeah. makes the thing. But also too, I mean, not that I know a lot about stingrays, but all oh, but I love them. Um, all the rays, male, you know, manta and eagle, but. What if it had that ability to store semen like snakes can and then do the reproducing when the uh, time is right? Although they did think a shark was involved. Yeah, they thought there was some shark shenanigans in the shark tank, but it wasn't because they don't have the right bits. A shark and a stingray doesn't be thinking about. I know. It's like a horror movie. (laughs) And if you mate with a shark, and I don't recommend you do, apparently they do leave nibble marks on their companion. The Mm. man shark nibbles the lady shark. It'd be a shark ray if they had a baby. A A monster shark ray. But I mean, you know, to be honest, I didn't realise that animals could do that, to be honest, that there were some animals that were pathogenic. Pathogenesis. And Mm. I think some um, animals can also change gender depending on what's around and what's required. Oh, I've got a lot of female friends that would have liked that. (laughs) They're transitioning. (laughs) They're transitioning, though, like, um, well, there's actually no segue into this, the Australian beach that had the biggest... Oh, so we've had a lot of Australian Guinness World Records, and again, I I still don't get why people still are into it, but people are into it. And um, in Fremantle, they had the world's biggest ice bath world attempt where people got into an ice bath, but it was on a beach. So I sort of feel like you'd be cold, but you'd be hot because it's free men. Well, it's also how long does the ice stay icy? Like, is the uh, I, I suppose the um, you know they're like little chili bins, aren't they? The ice baths to keep yes. the ice icy. It was a pool. But yeah. what a silly thing! What a silly, silly thing! It's like well, let's make a. What should we have as a record, Catherine? Come on, we can do something. Something that's never been done. There can just be three of us because no one's done it. Um, <laughs> eat. Oh, no, I shouldn't want to do Shark race. Yeah. Something to do with shark race. Swimming with a shark race. It was 537 people that made the attempt, but only 509 managed to go the distance. So, I mean, how hard was it? I know, it's shame for them. It's like when there's a record thing and you've, you've you put yourself forward it. and you can't even, you just like fail. But staying in Australia, the, there's the thong wearing protest. They we, we, love We could it. do that. 
no. Oh, no. no. Sorry nah. to everybody in the whole wide no, world. Carry thanks. on. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> okay, so people in Australia, some sort of um, morally. <laughs> I've, I've, I've That'll be it. the end of the book. <laughs> Tell the oh, story. No. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so um, <laughs> some of the sort of slightly more uptight Australians have said that they would like to moderate what people wear on the beach and maybe make people cover up a little bit more. And so people who like to wear thongs and sometimes even less are having a protest of Free the Peach where they're going to turn up at Kurawara Beach with their butt cheeks out um, to protest uh, the uptight types who think people well, should be covering themselves up. It was a former Gold Coast volunteer who he, he was actually a volunteer of the, the Year Award winner who said that women and girls who wear G-strings are cheapening themselves. And he did give an example of a young lady that was walking down the side of the road and she had on a G-string and it was very, 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 you know, small. And she was getting a lot of attention, but she was like mad about it. So he was saying, you can't go, oh, look, don't give me the attention, but then wear that and then get the attention and get annoyed about it. That's what his point was. Having said that, though, you know, wear what you want to wear. I'm so torn by that, though, Mm. because it's like sometimes it's like, yes, there is a, you know, I remember at um, high school when it started, uh, we'd go to a mufti high school, and it was like, you're coming to work. So think of it like that. So, you know, but at the same time, um, don't. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of a good thing. But at the same time, people should be able to wear that one, but still. Yeah. It's like that ad, but like, geez, you know, um, what was the ad with the guy? Dogs, dogs, undies. (laughs) (laughs) So then it's like, dogs, dogs, naked. Yeah. No, not everyone should be wearing a g-string i don't think maybe there should be like it's nice and aesthetic things like you can you can oh no that's terrible sorry take that back um talking about aesthetics though oh my god we shall chomp them on the beaches so winston churchill apparently had poor teeth as many people did back in the day because they didn't have fluoride oh my god yes yes true 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 it's so expensive to go to the dentist anyway so he had uh, teeth problems and had four sets of uh false teeth including some gold mounted ones and they um one set of his old gnashes just went up for auction and he they got eighteen thousand pounds and it's like what are you going to do with them obviously not wear them because it was sort of quite an unusual plate in yeah, a true. Case, probably. They're pretty amazing, though, because they made some pretty amazing speeches. There's That's a bunch of thinking. terrible puns attached. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I mean, you know, it's, I know that I, I read this thing that your teeth, when you touch, when you brush your teeth, it's the only time that you ever touch your own skeleton. Isn't Whoa. that just weird? It's true. I know, but it's true. It's the only time you ever touch your own skeleton. So there you is. hope. <laughs> <laughs> so there's old Winnie's skeleton in, a, in, your, in your front room. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm We're just going. imagining Winston Churchill without his teeth in now, you know. This doesn't happen as often, does it? The, the, the well, I mean, he was not like teeth. the most handsome man in the world, so teeth in, teeth out. He's not. He's still going to be, you know. <laughs> he was a bulldog. Yeah. But he also chomped on that cigar. I wonder if he did chomp on that cigar. Like, it's a, you know, it's, or that's a cliche thing. Because he wanted to keep the teeth in. Yeah. Well, he had an amazing wife and Clementine, of course, uh, and they were married for a long time. But yes. what about the couple who've been married for 63 years? Yes, I like the story because it was Joseph, it's Josephine and Aubrey Langley, and they are in North Wales, and they're nineteen ninety and ninety one, and they met in nineteen fifty eight, where they fox trocked at the Moston Dance Hall. So they were asked, "Hey, how come you've um, how how was your marriage day together?" And I think it was Mister Mister um, Langley who said, "Oh, the secret is barbecues and a good gin and tonic." It's so easy how, that marriage counsellors should just provide, you know, a bit of 
blooming beef eater. Gin and tonic. Yeah. You're not 100% accurate in your reporting. Oh. Mrs Langley says a husband that knows how to barbecue oh. and make an exceptionally good gin and tonic. Sorry. Oh my God, fact checking. Yeah. Crikey. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> also, I'm, 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 still, I'm sort of astounded that anyone stays together for that long, to be honest. I know, but it, I mean, is it, is it, yeah, it's oh like, have, have they just forgotten to break up? Yeah, it's like, it'd be a bit annoying. Let's be real. Yeah. It can be annoying. I mean, I'm sure that they love each other in that, but... Yeah, was it, was Maybe you just need to be drunk all the time on the gin and tonic to stay for the 63 years. <laughs> I reckon. But, you know, talking of English things, oh, my segue today, monkey oh, trapped by the Yorkshire. So, okay, a monkey went missing. I'm, I'm going to get this right, Catherine. A monkey, a Japanese Mackay monkey, is that how you say that? Mackay monkey Ma- went missing and he got lured back and they think it was because he found some um, Yorkshire pudding in a bird feeder. And I was thinking to myself, what would lure me back? And I think Yorkshire pudding would be quite up there. Yorkshire pudding, but it would yeah. want to come with roast beef. No, no, I, Yorkshire pudding or a jam roly-poly. That would get me back. I'd like a mint cream biscuit. Really? Yeah. That seems easy. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's, why, why make life complicated? <laughs> he came back and they, they weighed him. So they met, they, they darted him and they put him back in his little zoo and they weighed him. And apparently when he was on the loose, he didn't lose any weight and he ate a lot of peanuts when he was in the wild. But we were, Where did he get peanuts? Go? I don't know. Maybe he's in the pubs. There's something missing in this story. Oh, I don't know. It's a very, very fancy eating uh, monkey. So the Yorkshire pud was left out for the birds. That's a bit flesh. What happened to some grotty old, you know, bread, bread yeah. crusts? Is Yorkshire good pud? For birds? I know. I don't they're think good. they're meant to. I think they're meant to eat seeds. I mean, they'll eat so many things that aren't good for them. Why do people eat things that aren't good for them? Wow. Or creatures? Delicious. That's, that's right. the start of a very long conversation. Oh, yeah, and we don't have time for that nonsense. I'd quite like to try the Domino's new creamy cookies. Ugh. Oh, this is, I mean, it, it's like, uh, so so conservative Lord Bethel of Romford is really, really mad that um, Domino's and Cream Eggs got together, Cadbury got together and made this cookie that has a whole cream egg in the middle. Isn't it funny how little he has to do? It's like, there he is up yeah. here, he's running the country, he's going to the House of Lords to talk about big things like Brexit or not to Brexit, and yeah. he's getting all up in arms about a flipping Domino's. Well, exactly. Item. It's disgusting. He says these are serious corporate food companies, and they sh- what are they thinking? They should be ashamed of themselves. So, I, what's you know, the offence here? That it's a whole creaming and a cookie. It's like when the you know when KFC had the originally when they had the KFC and they had all the cheese in the air and they didn't have any buns and everyone was like, oh my god, it's the downfall of Western Europe. You know, because people just get even fatter and all that sort of stuff. So that's, I think, where it's oh, coming that, from. Oh, that's where he's coming from. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, here's it's a silly belly when they're a big, much bigger you know, fish it, to fry in this world. I'd give it a go. A cookie with a whole cream egg in it. Would you give a go staying with a stranger in a hotel after Air New Zealand had unfortunately had to cancel your flight because of engine failure? Would you just share with a stranger and how would you pick that stranger? Is it the captain? Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it would just depend, I suppose. But I, I can see why people were really mad about this. So there's a flight yeah. cancelled to Kirikiri, and they, and they, they were, they were put up in hotels, but they had to share. And it was the, even the way they said it. Uh, you know, make friends because you're staying with them. How many people are even on a flight to Kerry Kerry? Surely there are more hotel rooms in Auckland. There was, yeah, I know. But I was actually surprised that we were flights to Kerry. I'm sorry, sorry, Kerry Kerry people. I, I know that the flights up to Northland are quite, um, you know, they've not been very. Serviceable. They get cancelled quite a lot. They do. That's what I was trying Pretty to say. Pretty special to actually be put up in a hotel, as opposed yeah. to you just made to sleep on the, the on the front. Yeah, you can walk down under the seats over there somewhere. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll await the first marriage uh, out of that. <laughs> the first baby. It is um, like a game show. Produced the old-fashioned way, and not the. What did you call it? That's quite cool. The um, shark ray. Shark that, that sounds like yep. it should be a new band or something. Yeah, I'm playing at laneways probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with their first song, Parthenogenesis. <laughs> 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 Something's wrong with that story.
Yeah, um, starting with the shark ray being stuck in an aquarium at the front of a store for in the starters. Appalachian Mountains. That is not where rays belong. Might be like the octopus that escaped. I love that story. Went down the drain and escaped from a lab somewhere. Oh my god! If you need to get out, there's ways to get out. I don't know yeah. when you come back though. Thank you, Nemo. Thank, Thank you, Irene Pink and Elizabeth Easter.